0: For the rain of abundance that comes from the rain of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for you are here with us. Thank you for how you have started with us. Thank you, Lord, because your, your presence is evident here and we know it. Thank you, Lord, because you have gathered us to bless us, to instruct us to wisen us up, we lift our hands to you, we give you praise Lord, Ephesians 1, 3, Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That's what the choir just finished singing, that the abundance of God from the reign of the Spirit is here. Setbacks gone, sorrows gone, pains gone, poverty gone, sicknesses removed. That's why we're here today. Father, thank you. In Jesus' most precious name, we pray. Amen. Please, you can be seated. Can you celebrate the Lord as you sit down with your hands? Just celebrate Him. He is a wonderful God. Thank God for the choir. Wonderful, wonderful ministry from ID's repertoire. My brothers and sisters, I want us to know that God is in the business of blessing His children. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places but we are in Christ. Salvation is a total package. Salvation guarantees your eternal place in heaven. salvation in Christ guarantees your blessing here on earth. Salvation is not just for you to be born again and get ready to be raptured. That is very important. That's the ultimate. But salvation in Christ also enables you and I to show forth the praises of God who's called us out of darkness Into the marvelous light of His So if you are born again And you are in Christ Jesus Please have this in mind That you are already blessed And when God pronounces His blessing upon His children It covers every aspect of life Therefore, as you are seated here in His presence, you are totally blessed by God. Every enchantment and divinations and machinations of the wickedness of the world cannot reach you. God is God is too great, too powerful. To allow you to be mauled by the wicked paths of the enemy. This month, the Lord has declared it as a month of giant strides. I thought somebody would celebrate the Lord. Can you put those hands together once again for the Lord? The month, this month... God is going to give you a brand new testimony. First Chronicles chapter 4 verses 9 and 10. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren and his mother called him Called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called, please note, and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. God granted. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, and God granted him that which he requests. It's a paradox. A man that was more honorable than his own brothers and sisters, his own kindred, very honorable. But this man was a man of pains and sorrow because of the name that the mother gave to him. And he dwelt in that rain for a while. And when he came to himself, he rose up and addressed his situation and went to God. and said, so, look, Father, I am an honorable person. You have taken me on to yourself, but I have a name that is tying me down and limiting me and today I am coming to you the God of Israel to change my state and he called on God and the Bible says he went to God told God please roll away my past Start afresh with me. Bless me indeed. Expand my coast. And keep me under your protection. The Bible says, God answered his prayer. Brethren, one of the things we must learn in this season to do is to first understand who we are in spite of the states we find ourselves. Understand, as we read in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, that we have been blessed with all heavenly blessings because we're in Christ. Number two, we must understand that we have a God who can change our situations and state and then bring him into our situations? Emphasis bring God into every situation. Jabez discovered that the name he was given will continually keep him in one small nondescript place but he knew he had a God who could change his direction and his state and he went to him this morning one of the things I wanted to learn is to please in every situation you find yourself bring God in without him he says Jesus spoke in John Gospel chapter 15 in verse five, he said, "Without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing." So God is everything. Without God, struggle continues. But with God, all things changes, all things change for the better." Jabez refused his state. Jabez refused to remain. Where he was asked to remain, Jabez wanted a state of change and he called unto his God, and God changed his situation. He didn't spare God. Sometimes we humans, it's like if we ask God for too much, God will be depleted. No, God is so abundant that you can't deplete Him. With your request And this man went out and said I don't just want a blessing I want an indeed blessing And God arose And gave him that blessing This morning you will ask God For an indeed blessing And that God will give it to you Because he is your God Believe that, say Amen When you step up and step out. Everything that didn't want to be Begin to come by the reason of God's intervention Several years ago After my primary school I took entrance into a number of schools And I passed The most desirous one Was to be in the seminary I was a Catholic so I wanted to be in the Catholic seminary. So I passed the entrance, and it was getting to a time of reopening. And I, of course, I told my dad that, please, I, would want, I don't want to stay at home. My dad told me to stay back at home for one year, and that the following year we'll go to school. I couldn't see myself stay, in, stay back one year. When my, my mates were going to secondary school And some of my classmates were actually going to the seminary It was an in thing in those days as a Catholic boy To be in the seminary And I, I needed to be in the seminary I was a mass saver I was close to priests And so what stopped me from going to the seminary But my father told me there was no money And actually he was true he, 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 I mean he told the truth There was no money To buy me things, to buy me the, the box and other things I needed to, to take to school and, But I told myself There was no way I could stay back I didn't know how I would go I went to the priest, Father Ebo And told him, look Father, I, my, my father says uh, He doesn't have money to take me to school One of the, Some of the people that stayed Close to, to me and I was telling father Rebuke me, I can't forget it Is father your father? I left crying I left weeping. Because my, my lasso was on Father Ebo to help me to buy the things for me to go to the seminary. And so Father Ebo couldn't do it. I went back home. I cried day and night. I cried day and night. I couldn't sleep. I didn't allow my mom to sleep. I used to sleep with my mom. I didn't allow him to sleep. I cried. My, somehow, somehow. I don't know where God brought money. My, 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 father, my mother, I don't whether he had get money somewhere or something. I don't know. I, do, I can't tell how the money came, but eventually the following day, took me to to Banana Market and bought me all the things I needed to. I needed to take. To, I mean, uh, to your market and bought me all the things I needed to take to, to to the seminary and look at me. I was in the school with other people in the seminary. Hallelujah! Because I told myself, no, I can't stay. When others are there My brothers, the time has come If you are going to have a giant's blessing A giant stride has to be taken And one of the things you are going to do Is to call on the God of heaven Like Jabez did and, And told him I don't just want to be blessed I want to be blessed powerfully My brother, the time has come for us To think expansion To think enlargement To think blessing to think good of ourselves, we must refuse to be to remain in one place as a child of, as children of God. We must see ourselves expanding, increasing, enlarging. I see that happen to somebody here in the name of Jesus Christ. God wants us to break new grounds in life. God doesn't want you to just remain, remain, remain. As a Christian, you remain in the same state you are not baptized by the holy ghost you don't speak in tongues you are not showing for the glory of god things are not happening in your life you are not a worker in church you are not you are not you're not doing anything you're not stepping out by faith to be a blessing to your generation to begin to have things that should make your life beautiful god is not interested in you are being limited and you are being stagnated And in this place, stagnation is cut off from your life. In the name of Jesus. God wants us to break new grounds. And come out with fresh testimonies. God wants you to break new grounds. For how long will you remain in the same place? For how long? Others are making progress. Is it by your power? No. Is it by your might? Sometimes. But God wants you to step out. As you step out with him, he steps out with you. The Bible says God answered and granted all his requests. I want to announce to somebody here, fresh testimonies is coming your way. What did I say? Fresh testimonies. You have had testimonies in the past. Fresh testimonies are coming in the name of Jesus Isaiah 43 verse 19 Isaiah 43:19 behold, can we read it together and read it real loud? One go, Behold, I will do a new thing Now it shall spring forth. shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God is talking about doing things that seem impossible. He says haven't you seen it I will do a new thing. Please my prayer for everyone sitting here this morning is that the testimonies you've had in the past which are good shall remain but God is going to give you fresh testimonies beginning from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Now let's have this in ampli- in the message bible. Be alert, be present Don't look at the past See the present I'm about to do something brand new It is bursting out Can't you see with your mind's eye I am God talking to you Be present Don't look at the past It's bursting out Don't you see There it is I am making a road through the deserts, Rivers in the bad lands. Every bad land, every desert that seems to keep you in one place. Because you are in Christ, because you are a child of God, God is breaking such desert situation in your life. Fresh testimonies. Somebody say fresh testimonies. Now lift up your hand and say, Father, give me fresh testimonies from today. Now can you pray that for yourself as you are sitting down you say, Father, beginning from today Fresh testimonies New testimonies Something good eh, for my family For my ministry For my life eh, For my career For my business eh. Can you pray, ask God for a fresh, fresh, fresh New, new, something fresh Something new, something fresh Something that will you will know That God has arisen on my behalf Ask God for a fresh testimony For a new testimony In Jesus' name. God does not leave us in our troubled state forever. He doesn't. Will you face issues in life? Of course you will. There's no way in this life you will not face troubles. You will not face some kind of setback. You will not face some level of disappointment. There's no way you will not pass through some fires and some waters. But God says he will be there with you. Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2. But now, thus says the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, he that formed thee, Oh, is fear not, I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. Continue. When thou passeth through the waters, please, can we have it in the NLT, NLT? When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. There are times you, God allows you to enter the waters and the fire. Don't ever think because you're in Christ you won't enter some fire. There are times God sees that you have been put in the fire. He allows you to go into the fire. He allows you. He says, when you, so you will definitely, when, he didn't say, if you. you. See, when you pass, so, so when things happen to you, don't think it is strange. Don't think you are the only person. God may allow that to happen for his glory to be made manifest more in your life. So in life, you are bound to go through some fire, some water, but he has given you a promise. You will never be drowned. You will never be burnt. It's important for us to know that God could see you enter fire. Of course, we see in the scripture in, in, in Daniel chapter three, the three Hebrew friends when they got when the called them and said, "Bow down to my to my golden." Car, I said, "We are not bound down." Ah, are you talking to me? The furnace was heated. But when the now had the impudence and the audacity to tell the king to his face, he said, we won't bow down. Our God is able to deliver us. But even if our God is not able to deliver us, we won't do it. Now, the, the, the tendency would have been, well, God has seen the faith of this young man and therefore the fire should become um, should become what freezer should become a condition but you know what the bible says the king became so angry and caused the furnace to be heated seven more times the intensity was times 7 I mean, and God allowed it. Hello? So sometimes God allows it. And then these children were thrown into the furnace. Amen. They were thrown in there. Why didn't God stop it? Why didn't God bring angels that as they were about to be thrown in, angels would just catch them? Halfway and they wouldn't enter, but God allowed them, my brothers and sisters. Sometimes God allows you to be in the fire of life, and if you are in Him, like the three Hebrews, three teenage Hebrew children, and anchor on their God. The Bible says when they were thrown in, there was a fourth man. Anytime you are in a situation that seems insurmountable and you anchor on him, he will be there with you. And the Bible says when the king looked down, he said, but I... Three persons were thrown. Of course remember That the people that even threw them in Had been burnt to death Because of the intensity of the heat So these people were already burnt to death To show that the fire was not a plaything But the children of Israel were there And the Bible says God came down And was with them Their hair was not singed There was no smell Nothing, nothing burns them But you know what was burnt? The string that was in their hands. Only the strings were burnt. The things that kept them in captivity, the things that would not allow them for proper movement, only such was burnt. And they came out strong. And they came out rejoicing And they came out celebrating I announced to somebody here That whatever you are facing If you bring Jesus into that situation You may go through it You may seem to be burnt But what is going to happen is that the limitation power shall be destroyed And you are coming out in liberty and in freedom And you are going to be celebrated By God and by men Because you relied on him You are coming out celebrated May that be your portion in the name of Jesus So let Jesus Christ in Let him in your situation He is able To do it. Now, one of the things again we must learn, my one is that when we find ourselves in such a state, we must restructure our attitude. Our attitude in the face of adversity is the panacea for our deliverance. Your attitude my attitude the children of Israel the three teenagers had an attitude we know our God is able to deliver us that was a good attitude what is my attitude when I face situations am I just crying and blaming everybody you know blaming blaming every person oh look at me I'm facing this Look at what is happening to me. Nobody is coming to my age. Nobody seems to pity me. Nobody. No. They, should not. they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They simply had an attitude. I, I've kept telling this story. Some years ago, I saw my car. And of course, the proceeds went to the church building while we're building in Calabar. And for for months, I didn't have a car. And Cross River is such a long state, and I was overseeing, you know, from south to north, from north to south. Unlike now, that is being shared, it divided Cross River One, Cross River Two. So I had I I I I I, I oversaw to the last two, You know, Obanliku, Bekwara, Yala, very far places from Kalabar. And I used to go there. When my heart, my car, I used to drive to some of those places. And when the car was not available any longer, it was suffering. You finish ministering, you finish the missions work, and you are at the park for hours, and there will be no vehicle. And when they load, they take so much time. And then sometimes they would give me a lot of things, gari, yams, and all of that. And those were cumbersome things to carry. Because I had no car at that point. When the car was available, I didn't have issues. Just pack those things in the boots, jump into my car, and zoom to Calabar. For some time, there was no car. I remember one day, I was with my wife, you know, I was talking with my wife. And I told, I told my wife, look, if God doesn't give me car now, after I'm saving him why, can, why, can, why should I suffer like this if God doesn't give me car I wouldn't be going to that northern cross ever again my wife turned back and looked at me I don't know whether with a bad eye or with a loving eye but he looked at me and told me she, when God called you he called you with a car he didn't say any, she didn't say any other thing. I repented with ashes and what and sackcloth. How can I open my mouth because of car? And I said, Wouldn't do God's work again. I told God I was sorry. I told God to forgive me. The attitude was very bad attitude, very disgracing attitude. But God had mercy on me and eventually gave me another car. But brothers and let your attitude be right with God and the situation you find yourself. When your attitude is right, God is able to deliver you. When your attitude is bad, you are likely to remain in the same state. When your attitude is in sync with God's will, God has a way to get you out of the fire and out of the water. But when you remain grumbling, when you remain complaining when you remain blaming the likelihood thing is that you will remain where you were but you will remain there in the name of Jesus Christ you will remain there in the name of Jesus Christ i read a story you no know, I, I was listening to a man of god you know he was preaching on a youtube and he said there was this man that was working in a large company and um, the 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 this the, the, the superiors were mistreating him Were doing all manner of things Demoting him, mistreating him And he was so bitter, so bitter So bitter and complaining And he came to, them, he came to the pastor And said look at what is happening in me, to me I am being very busy Doing all I could do But look at how they are treating me And the pastor said go and have a change of attitude Go and love your job Love the people and everything And the man went back the attitude of the superiors didn't change. But God changed him. Sometimes God may not change your situation, but God will change you. And when you are changed, a change for the better comes. And the man gave us, continue the story. He said the man went back and someday again he came back to the pastor. Okay, the pastor met him. He said, has the situation changed for you? He said, no, no, the situation has not changed, but I, I, I have changed. I am no more complaining, I'm doing my job, I'm being productive, I'm giving everything I have to, to give, and I'm doing my job. Several, a few years after, another company came, bought up that company, and all the superiors were sacked. You know when a company is bought, a new management is brought, and this man was the only person that was not sacked. He was made to become the chief executive officer of that company It's a life story He became the chief executive officer of that company Because he had been there He knew the in and out of the company And God promoted him And the people that oppressed him were all removed And given the sack But he was promoted Why? He changed his attitude And God changed his position When your attitude changes God is able You are Where you are now Perhaps Is not where you ought to be But when your attitude towards Every person And every uh, uh, Against God Is You know towards God And men and your situation God has a way of saying I know my son And lift him up I, I see God lift somebody here up In the name of Jesus Christ Let God change you from the inside out Let Jesus Christ be real Let your eyes be on him. Do your job without complaining. When you do that, God has a way of stepping in. God is stepping in somebody's situation in this meeting in the name of Jesus Christ. Keep your cool and let God fight your battle. There are some some battles you cannot fight. There are some battles when you step out to fight, you are going to be defeated and you are going to be worse off. So let God fight your battle. Be cool. Be steadfast. Do what you ought to do Be productive When things don't work your way Keep cool And keep doing Keep stepping out Keep doing what you ought to do As you keep doing what you ought to do God has a way of stepping in to bless you And change your situation I see a promotion come your way In the name of Jesus Christ God is able to do it for somebody here Who is able to keep his cool Keep your cool Do your work. Step out by faith. No complaining. Let your eyes be right. Know that you have a God of heaven who says, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. My brothers, Jesus is the key to everything. You can do it your own way. You can feel, you can experience him on your own. It's only in him that you see the glory of God. I see somebody experiencing a mighty glory of God in this place in the name of Jesus Christ. Give your best. The Bible talks about Joseph. He gave his best. He gave his best. Genesis chapter 39 from verse 1. You know, he gave his best. He could have been complaining, but he gave his best. Genesis 39. Genesis 39. When Joseph was taken to to Egypt, by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Potiphar was captain of the guard for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served. On the line, saved. As he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Remember, he had a dream. A dream of greatness. A dream of, of being high up there. Of people, his parents and his brothers kneeling down to him. Making obeisance to him, but look at him a slave boy. Attitude. The Bible says he served, he gave up himself, he gave up his 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 right and kept serving. No complaining, please. This message is to let you know that you can go very far if your attitude is right. If you bring Jesus into your case, don't be don't allow, don't, don't. Don't be coerced to say, either in church or outside of church, let your attitude be right. When your attitude is right, God has a way of lifting. God has, this is a season, a season of giant strides. And as you make up your mind to have the correct attitude and do what you ought to do and recognize God and bring him into your situation, God will take you very far. I didn't hear that amen When you face Big battles Expect big victories The enormity Of the battles The fierceness Of the battle you face Is going to be The thing That will bring you a victory That will be uncommon Sometimes your battle is fierce the greater your testing, the greater your testimony will come. When you are tested and your attitude is, is, is right and you are in Christ, God has a way of changing that story. Somebody's story is changing for the better in the name of Jesus Christ. Avoid bitterness. What did I say? Avoid what? Bitterness. <laughs> Praise God Avoid sending back To the sender How many of you understand what I mean? Return to the sender May this arrow Avoid that too In our church we don't return to the sender We bring God in (laughs) Don't pray that prayer father I return to sender. you know I see I see it on people's stickers on people's cars I return to sender those are not they don't know Christ properly they don't know what they should do don't return to sender amen this person that has done this thing to me I return to sender don't do that Other return to God if you return to sender the enemy will know that you are in his camp and he will handle you properly But if you let God in, God has a way of doing greater things for you. Genesis 50. Genesis chapter 50 from verse 18. Genesis 50. I I like this scripture a lot. It's one of the scriptures we've kept reading. And his brethren also went and fell down. Let's still have it in the simpler version. NLT. Then his brothers came... And threw themselves down before Joseph, "Look, we are your slaves." they said. But Joseph replied, "Don't be afraid. Am I God that I can punish you?" <laughs> Some people would have said, "Now, my turn has come." Remember what Abishai told David. When David when Saul was going around looking for David? In one of the caves, I think in the cave of Adullam, you know, they discovered that Saul was there, and Moses and 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 David with his people saw, and the commander Abishai told David, Just give me an order, one hand, Buzai, I finish him. And David said, No, you can't do that to God's anointed. Some of us have been would have said, Thank God my turn for revenge has come don't do that don't do that when you are insulted don't insult back if you want god to step in for you when you are brought down by men rather elevate them oh my god it doesn't sound real when people run you down run them up Don't take a pound of flesh. This is my opportunity. Don't do that. If you do that, you will come down. It's true. Look at Joseph. But Joseph replied, don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? It's only God. I don't, I don't punish. It's only God that can bring the revenge. Continue. You intended to harm me. But God intended it for all for, for all for good. He brought me to this position so I can save the lives of many people. Amen. What an attitude. What an attitude. What an attitude. What an attitude. You intended for me for you intended to harm me. But, but no. Actually God was using you to lay the foundation for my promotion What an attitude Continue Verse 21 No, don't be afraid I will continue to take care of you And your children So he reassured them By speaking kindly to them By doing what? Speaking kindly to them Can you speak kindly to your enemy? Somebody that wants to do you in. Somebody that wants to bring you down. Can you speak kindly? Can your attitude be right? Can you change your mind? And say, no, I'd rather bless you. Amen. I'd rather rather be a help to you. However I can help you, I want to help you. My brother, that is the attitude of a child of God. The Bible talks about Stephen in Acts chapter 7. When the Jews stoned him, stoned him and kept stoning him. The Bible says he saw the heavens open. And he told he told the he told God, do not hold this thing against them. Hey! And he was elevated, he was blessed. I'm not I don't even want to talk about Jesus so that you will not say, Oh, is that Jesus? He's God. He could have said that, but this was an ordinary man, Stephen, who said, No father is painful they will hit him his eye the eyeball will come out they will eat his ear blood will come out they will eat his forehead brain will come out in the process of all of that he was mangled he was there and he said father do not hold this against them and the bible says the heavens opened and he saw the glory of god this season is a season of glory you will see the hand of god in your life you will see the power of god walk in your life you will see god take you to a higher height you will see promotions come your way you will see god lift you to a higher heavens because he is your god smallness is not your portion god is ready to lift you to a height of glory everyone that has been small here god is going to give you a brand new testimony i see ladies having their husbands come i see those that need children have their children i see doors of job open for people i see promotions everywhere because we have been blessed in heavenly places in christ jesus smallness is not your portion everything that is small in you shall give way as you take giant strides as you take giant steps in christ jesus smallness will flee in your life can you stand on your feet let's begin to declare let's begin to pray unto him our king and our lord he alone is god he alone is our king he's taking us from glory to glory every sickness in this house is fleeing away Everyone that has been sick, God is going to heal you right away now. I see the hand of God rest upon somebody right here. I see God heal you. I see the I see the I see the lump somewhere being being taken away by the angelic surgical blade. I see God step into your case. Every loss that you have suffered, I see you begin to make gains. I see you begin to make profit. Everything that seems to have been lost, God is bringing a restoration in somebody's life. Can I hear loud? Amen.